And we're live. It's Thursday evening. It's 8 p.m. where we are mm-hmm. on the Eastern time zones. And uh, we're going to answer some questions. And we're going to talk about guitar stuff. You saw the thumbnail. We're going to talk about used guitars. I actually got a lot of questions about used guitars on Patreon today. Sweet. So that's very cool. Um, and I'm going to tell you... A story about some cool things that happened. Busted. Yeah. Oh, so... You have water over there. I have water over here, too. But we're doing two live streams tonight, because after this live stream, we're going to our other channel and not talking about guitar stuff. And we have stories to tell you over there, because it's also, uh, it's uh, like, is RV life ever boring? Or when you have problems, what do you do? And actually, since I made that thumbnail, we had a big problem. So we'll tell you about that. And Jeep problems. And, oh, man. Yeah, it's been an adventure. So the RV lifestyle, hashtag RV lifestyle, uh, that live stream on our other channel, which is linked in the description at the top of the description below, um, we're going to talk about that at 930 Eastern. So after the guitar stuff. But let me tell you some guitar-related stories. So... Sunday, 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 we had um, our first real kind of like, hey, I'm in the area. If there's anybody close, come and meet up. And we had a total of five people. And it was, I mean, uh, well, five people and us, so seven total. It was really fun, man. We had a really good time, and it's, uh, I think, I don't know if everybody's here right now. Um, <clears throat> I think Jeff's here. Dave's probably here. If he's not, he'll be in a minute. Uh, it was really cool. We got to meet people in person and, like, learn about you all, and it's just so cool. It As we're doing this, like, now it's kind of neat because there are quite a few folks in the comments every week. That we've actually met in person and it's I really dig it and of course everything's growing all the time but as we continue to do this um, we want to do it some more it was really fun really enjoyed it and then the next day oh actually and somebody this is what I'm gonna tell you so you know me and my EDC thing mm-hmm. so one of the folks that came uh, shout out to Charles I don't know if he's here or not brought me a present he brought me a um, Kershaw Assisted open knife made in the USA, Tonto blade, green, super cool. It's branded snap on on the yeah. It's, see, it's actually like a OD green, anodized OD green, like super dark. Yeah. So anyway, that was cool. <clears throat> Somebody else brought me some coffee. It's it pretty good too. It's really good. We've drank it a couple of times now, so it was really fun. And we just sat around and chatted until. I mean, actually, and then we went out, somebody commented, I posted a picture of it, and somebody was like, that photo looks awkward. 
And I'm like, well, that guy must be jealous. Because we literally stood in the parking lot until it got dark. And it was freezing. That's probably why it looked awkward. Because we were freezing. (laughs) Um, But we stood in the parking lot until it got dark and talked, man. It was really fun. It was just getting to know people and people speaking multiple languages and like all kinds of life experience that you just don't get. This is why. Randy's mad because you didn't come ride his motorcycle. Uh, he's still not off the list. We are just in a different direction, Randy. I promise you are on the list. But um, you're already on the list of people we've met in person. Yes, you that are. That was on one the, of the really first That ones. was one of the first ones. That was one I was probably really nervous about because I was like, what are we doing? Why are we doing this? And he was really yeah. cool. So and Randy was awesome. Cool, Randy. Yep. He like, he's like, I picked out a vegan restaurant. He did. It he was, did a great job. It was awesome. Yeah. So, no, this has been really fun. And, of course, there's been a bunch of you folks. I don't want to forget anybody, but everybody in the – yeah. But what I was about to say is this is why – like, I'm so kind of hardcore on why you should be nice on the internet. Are you talking to me? No, like everybody. <laughs> like, I just think, Cause I'm and I'm really wrong. stoked that our audience over time has overall been super awesome. And it, it's always funny to me when people are like a jerk in the comments and you're like, you don't understand. I'll come to your town and have a beer with you, dude. Like, I'm not... You know what I mean? I'll show up in your town. Yeah. I will come for you and come. buy you a beer. Like, Ooh. you know what I mean? Like, it's a, it's a weird thing. Did you say what you're <clears throat> drinking? Oh, Jefferson's Ocean. Jefferson's Ocean. Um, And then the next day, I actually got to go, or a couple days later, uh, Dastardly Dave, who has told me many times that he flies model airplanes... Took me out. I had to drive like an hour, but it was okay. No big deal. Um, and flew model airplanes. It was really fun. I've never done that. I do lots of RC stuff. Way more excited than he is indicating currently. It was really cool. It was really fun. I really enjoyed it. And then we went to a Harley dealership, actually. And um, looked Down at the bikes. rabbit hole for those of you who have been following yeah. us for a while. Yeah, sat on a bunch of bikes, decided what I did like, what I don't like. Like, you know, it was pretty cool. Um, I mean, I've ridden a bunch of them before, but to go at it with a fresh head, like, you know, that was awesome. Yesterday, I actually went to another little town in Ohio and met up with another friend of mine who I've actually haven't seen in like 10 years who builds guitars and went to his shop and toured his shop. It was really fun. So we've had a really good... Made a bunch of pickups and shipped a bunch of pickups, obviously. Uh, it's been very, very busy around here. And, uh, yeah. So, I just want to catch you up on all that and tell you that what we're doing here is really fun. And that we're really enjoying it and meeting you and all of that. The other thing is, is this Sunday the first, the fourth Sunday? I think so. So, this coming Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time... We are going to have one of our Zoom live hangouts. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> I have some parts in stock now for a guitar build that I'm doing that is just for the Patreon live hangouts. Um, some of it will make it into videos maybe at the end, but for now it's all just for Patreon. 
and some of the parts came in and they look amazing you saw them oh i showed the parts on patreon but I, the public hasn't seen it so anyway go to patreon.com look at the little stuff there and see if you want to come and hang out there was a few of us last time it's growing a little bit so it's kind of fun and this month there's two so there's one this <clears throat> sunday mm-hmm. or the fourth sunday they're always the fourth sunday but when there's five Sundays, there's a bonus. There's a free one. Yep. So. So there will be if two. If you sign up this month, you'll get two already. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, in this month, we're going to make a lot of progress on this project. Um, we're going to make some progress on it <clears throat> Sunday. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then the following Sunday, we're going to make a lot more because I've got a couple more parts coming. So that's going to be pretty sweet. I guess we should get to some questions from the Patreons. Yeah. Because we have some pretty in-depth stuff to chat about. Well, we have um, somebody very mm -hmm. mad that you're chatting. And they're unsubscribing. Oh, really? Yeah. Chat, chat, chat. This is stupid. I'm unsubscribing. I mean, it does say it's a live hangout and Q&A. Yeah, feel free to hit that unsubscribe button. Sorry about that. Oh, and a thumbs down. Maybe they're still here listening. Yeah, you know. Can I make everybody happy? Never watched 60 Minutes before? They don't put all the cool stuff at the beginning. Man, that used to make me so mad. Like, I'm serious, You though. watch a music show or a news show, and the one thing that you want to see is always last. It's like, oh, it's going to be next. Because they like do the little reel right before the commercials, and you're like, it's totally next. And then you're like, ugh. I still didn't do it. It's not like they don't do it on purpose. I know, but <clears throat> still. This is a live Q&A hangout show. I get it. I this mean, is I... what we do. If you don't like it, grumble about it in the comments. You'll be back next week. That's grumble. Grumble is a great word. My favorite part is, is that people will do that. I'm unsubscribing. And then like two hours later, they're commenting on another video anyway. It's Or they whatever. have a question. Or they have a question. I don't know. Okay, <clears throat> Yoganath. What is that? That's his name oh. on the YouTubes. Choose one dream guitar and one dream amp. Can't mod anything. Can't even put my own pickups in it. Anything. He already knows the answer. I do. Uh, for this, it would be a 59 Les Paul Jr. in TV yellow. An original one, not a refinished one, a proper one. And it would be a Fender Super Reverb. 65. <clears throat> Slacker Deluxe. That's a great name. <laughs> it is. Do you think you will ever offer an under-the-pickguard pickup? I want to tell you that looks like an Esquire. Um, the jury is still out on that. I am. I have some ideas. I have some things. I have some things cooking for that. I don't know. I've looked at it. I've spent some time on it. Uh, that's a solid maybe. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Hang on. Rob, sorry. <laughs> Sean McMillan. Thank you for the super chat. I always wondered if the Jefferson Ocean bourbon is just hype. What is your take? Is it worth the money? This is my fourth bottle over the last two years, and I love it. 
It does make you look because he is so Jefferson's Ocean and there's different voyages. So then there's a story, a different number. Mm -hmm. I don't think you've bought the same one twice. You always wait for a different voyage to come out. So, um, so when you hear hype, I don't know what that means because they've all tasted different, right? A little bit, but it's all very easy. It smells delicious. It's got a great finish. Um, yeah, it's good. I like it a lot. Thank you for the super chat also, Sean. I appreciate that very, very much. Okay, Rob. Do you think that 25 and a half inch guitars intonate better than 24.75 guitars? This is an interesting question. <clears throat> Considering we were just watching Texas Toast's live stream, and they were talking about uh, the how why a guitar would not intonate. Um, no. So intonation really, basic intonation, is just making sure that the scale length is correct and then compensate the scale length for the thickness of the string. That's really all it is. That's all intonation really is. But because intonation is imperfect, um, we just did this video on tempered tunings last week where we really dove into this and you could hear it for yourself. <clears throat> a guitar is not perfect. So where you're playing, how hard you're pressing, how high your action is, how high your nut is, that sort of thing. Um, it, it all factors into it. <clears throat> now, if you're saying, if you're asking about actual scale length, it makes no difference because it's a mathematical thing. If you're asking Fender versus Gibson, which is what I think you're really asking because 2475 is Gibson scale and 25 and a half is a lot of other guitars based on Fender designs. Um, then I think most of the time, unless it's a Telecaster with really old bridge, I find Fender guitars to be easier to intonate. That's because of their design, not because of the scale. length. So a little compound answer there. <clears throat> Brett, reverse tele control plate, yes, no, or depends. Uh, <laughs> Not those kind of depends. Sorry. Uh, well, it doesn't make me wet myself. I will say that. <clears throat> um, it's a hard no for me. It's a hard no for me. Uh, I do not like a reverse control plate ever. Because I don't like the volume knob that's that close, and I use the switch more. I don't like the switch being at the back. But mostly it's because of the volume knob. I turn it down as I'm playing if it's in the front. Is that another super check? No? Okay. Vincent. Why are Strat and P90 users fine with plastic pickup covers? Uh, but Les Paul Humbucker users are not. For those people that just want the covers for the cosmetics, wouldn't it make more sense to use a plastic cover instead of a nickel or chrome one? Oh, that's a great question. Um, <clears throat> plastic, theoretically, will have less effect on your tone than nickel would. Um... On a Strat, doesn't matter because the magnets are sticking through. So, 
don't know. I think it's just tradition. I mean, we use all kinds of stuff. We use wire mesh. We use all kinds of things. You could get into a bunch of eddy current conversations and all that, but for most people, I think it's just a cosmetic issue. I think if you put plastic pickup covers on a Les Paul, it just looks cheap. Takai did that um, for a long time. Takai actually had their quote-unquote Les Paul with plastic pickup covers, and it, it just looked cheap. <clears throat> All right. Now, these last two questions are going to get us into our conversation. So hopefully Grumpy Man is still around because uh, we're already there. And it's only 17 after. BC Rich wants to know, NPR reported today that Guitar Center is preparing an IPO for early next year, which surprised me. Mm. Exactly a year after filing bankruptcy, is that a smart move? Or is Guitar Center being too upbeat about the instrument market sustaining growth as COVID restrictions start to fade out? This is a very <clears throat> interesting question. First of all, I think people get a misconception of what bankruptcy is. It's not that the company was ever going away. It was a financial restructuring um, and simplifying and various things to get their finances in a situation to where they continued to do business so, so that there was a continuity of service. Okay, so that's what bankruptcy really is. It doesn't mean that they're going out of business. Um, there are bankruptcies. I'm not a lawyer, but I know that there are bankruptcies where a um, like certain I know that where a condition of the bankruptcy is that certain assets need to be liquidated mm -hmm. and that sort of thing. <clears throat> so they may have said. You know, you're not going to sell these products anymore. Sell them off and give us the money. <laughs> right? Like, th there might be things like that. <clears throat> but continuity. So, so it no, it is no surprise to me that. And then also, after this financial re restructuring, if they are doing an IPO, which means they're going public, and it's going to be... They've been private all this time. Yeah, I didn't know that. It's a pretty big company. They're going I to be, thought. If they're going to be stockholders involved and a board, it may be, in their situation, a smarter way to do business. So it makes sense. As far as the guitar market goes, we're going to get into that in a minute. Because this has to do with what our thumbnail is tonight. Should they do this? Are they overreaching because COVID restrictions are going away and people are doing more stuff? Maybe not as many people are going to be playing guitar, etc. That is an excellent observation and question, I think. Um, he actually asked the other question. <clears throat> Yesterday, Martin opened a gigantic new climate. Did you miss my double word? I did. Climate-controlled warehouse near Nazareth, Pennsylvania to make room for increased build capacity at its main facility in Nazareth. Uh, Martin is willing to invest in manufacturing and production so 
more so than most other builders over the past few years. Does that seem to be a good move to you, or does it have the potential to slow Martin's growth and position in the industry if guitar sales slow down? Okay. This has a lot to do with the same kind of thing. They're building and building and building because they're busy right now. But do we think that they're overreaching and then the next thing you know, everything slows back down and they have a problem? Okay, <clears throat> this gets into our used guitars situation. I saw a report this week that in the United States, 16 million new guitar players hmm. in the last year. I don't know that <clears throat> that is 100% accurate, but it's basically, it's based on 16 million new customers who bought guitars who did not have a guitar before. So I guess that's where they get that from. <clears throat> um, but I believe that's just reverb. So it's actually bigger than that. Um... As far as Martin being the only one in the guitar industry or having the assumption that Martin is the only one in the guitar industry expanding, that is incorrect. Um, Taylor has been scaling for the last five or eight years. Just because Taylor's not behind on production doesn't mean that they haven't been working hard at that for a long time so that they never get that way. Uh, Gibson is scaling at the moment. When I was there a few months ago, their goal was to make 600 guitars a day, and they were only making 400 guitars a day. <clears throat> I don't know where they are now because I haven't talked to anybody there in a while. Um, Fender, uh, I'm not sure if I'm supposed to know this or not, but they just completed or in the process of completing another new factory in Mexico to build another line of guitars that is not even out yet. So, and I know of two or three other manufacturers right now that are making major expansions. So, that's good, because Guitar Center is going to need that to happen. It's huge. I mean, the last I checked at Sweetwater, to get a Les Paul, it was almost a year. And when I was there trying to buy guitars, I was, like, clicking on stuff, and it was, like, out of stock, out of stock, out of stock, out of stock, out of stock. Mm -hmm. Like, I couldn't get half the stuff I wanted. And this is U.S.-made stuff, too. This isn't... um shipping or this isn't yeah. yeah i mean this isn't like trying to get a reverend or something that's made in korea and maybe it's sitting in a boat off of california right now like because i talked to my buddy at reverend and he said that's a major problem <clears throat> so let's talk about the used market should we buy used guitars or new guitars right now this is very interesting to me so i just read an article earlier this week and then i couldn't find it again <laughs> So I can't share it with you, but I got, I took some notes from it, and this is according to Reverb. The last 90 days of used guitar sales, these are the five guitars that were the top sellers 
in the last 90 days on reverb. In the number five slot, the player series Stratocaster. Makes total sense, right? It's a really good Mexico version of an American guitar. <clears throat> then in number four, it was the player series Tele, which makes sense. In number three, it was the Silver Sky, which is really interesting. Really, really interesting that that was number three. Number two was the American Pro 2 Stratocaster, uh, which I found interesting. And in the number one spot, in used guitars on reverb, going back to our 16 million new players, was the Affinity Tele. So, <clears throat> first of all, this is really cool because these are all hot selling used guitars that will take mods very well, except for the Silver Sky. And I'm really stoked about that because that's good for us, right? Um, because we'll put, sell a lot of tele pickups and a lot of strat pickups, apparently. Was your new player statistic based on a country or? U.S. It was U.S. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So here's the thing, though. I went back through <clears throat> and I looked at all of the used the average used prices because reverb's pretty good about posting like lowest and highest and kind of average of the last you know little while of each of these models a player series strat or telly is $7.99 used ones were going anywhere from $700 to like $8.29 for used ones, which is really interesting to me. So I guess I have a question for you who are watching this. Would you spend $700 plus shipping? So let's say you're going to be in it for like $745 for a gently used guitar, or would you spend $799 with the whatever free shipping from Sweetwater and just get a new guitar. I would get a new guitar. People ask me all the time why I don't buy new used guitars for the channel, and that's why. Because, well, and because when I get done with them, I sell them, you know, to probably some of you, and I want you to have a good guitar, so I don't like to worry about the used stuff, but... Uh, let's see. The Silver Skies were going for twenty-one to twenty-three hundred dollars, and I think they're twenty-five hundred new. American Pro Two Strats were going for again three, two to three hundred dollars less than a brand new one. Affinity Tellies. I mean, why are we even buying a used Affinity Telly? Because they're two hundred twenty-nine bucks brand new, and you're going to spend one hundred and seventy-nine or one hundred and ninety-nine for a used one. Why not just buy a new one? So, I guess my question is, what would you do in any of those situations when we're not 
when we're only saving a couple hundred bucks on a $2,500 guitar and we're only saving 50 to $75 on an $800 guitar, what would you do? That's what everybody's talking about. It's like how expensive the used market is right now. And then pull in your statistic from earlier, assuming 16 million people picked up guitar and maybe they bought some kind of new something, right? Because mm-hmm. then like how many, how big is the used guitar market going to get then? When, if a percentage of those people never continue, right? Like if it was me, I would sell everything used that I have right now and buy something new. Like, like if you have, doesn't Chris at um, Texas Toast talk about this all the time? Like, if you have four crappy guitars, not crappy, but you know what I mean. Like, four, you know, let's say you have four $300, four or $500 guitars, right? But you really want one $2,000 guitar. Now is the time... (laughs) To turn a bunch of guitars that you don't really want into the one that you want. Because the used market is doing so well. Like, you know what I mean? And new part, new prices are going up. And they are not going to come down. I just watched a video <clears throat> this morning. Casino Guitars guys talking about inflation and new guitars. And something, and actually I was just talking to my wood guy yesterday and something that's happened is you know wood went way out of control for like six eight months now it's come down again but the problem is is that prices aren't going to come down because they the manufacturers had to eat that at first and they're still kind of trying to get out of that hole if that makes sense so even if the prices it it won't follow. It will just inflate. The prices are not going to come down because wood came down a little bit. Um, it's just not going to happen. You know, the blue 335 that I bought was 599 when I bought it. I had it six weeks, and it was 649 by the time I sold it. Yeah. Brand, brand new. It went up 50 bucks. Player series were seven forty nine three months ago, and now they're seven ninety. You know, Randy said, "I'm selling several of my custom shop Schecters to buy a McPherson Sable." Dude, right on. <clears throat> Jeffrey Egan said, "Are you saying I should sell all my Harley pins?" I mean, you could buy if how many you got? Like thirty of them. <laughs> you could buy like one really good guitar. I mean, I tell you what, Harley Bentons are pretty hot right now, and I don't know how they are for stock, because that's a Chinese guitar. Like, all of that foreign stuff right now is getting a lot more money than it normally would, based on availability. Phil said, seems like there will be a flood of used guitars coming up. I picked up a super clean 2006 Made in Mexico Strat for $475 on Facebook Marketplace. Wow. See? Yeah, not to get off in the weeds here because this is not for this channel, but we talk about that with the motorhome thing too. Because we wonder, like, 
if we wait till next year, <clears throat> will upgrading our motorhome be a better spot because everybody who thought they wanted to do it, like, stops doing it? I don't think so. And not in the motorhome. I don't know about the motorhome thing, but in the guitar thing, I don't think so. Because guitars are a lot like exercise bikes. Right? I'm Ooh, not to hold uh, your laundry? They could. <laughs> not to us. We play them all the time. But for a new player, um, it would be like an exercise bike. They'll go and they'll buy a player series strat, or they'll buy an affinity telly. And let's face it, beginner guitar players are not buying the guitars. Okay, well, let's get to that in a minute. But it's like an exercise bike in the fact that they're not going to get rid of the guitar. It's going to hang on their wall. They're going to be proud to own it, but they're never going to use it like they intended to use it when they first bought it. So it's going to be like an exercise bike or a treadmill. But that doesn't mean that they're going to sell it. They're probably going to keep it. Everybody has like a nine-year-old exercise bike. It's the same thing. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be the same thing with the guitar stuff. There's another factor though, I think. Sixteen million guitar players, new guitar players, are not buying the guitars that I want. Right. That's what they were saying. It, it's not really gonna affect all the market because it's gonna be cheaper guitars, probably. Mm -hmm. Yep. Because I want the guitar I want right now is twenty five hundred dollars. It's that PRS. I mean, who knows though? I mean, when we walked around Sweetwater, I was listening to that girl that was with her dad, and she had her dad convinced. Like he would have bought whatever she said back. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Even so, okay. So, so like, let's take if that you don't girl. know anything about guitars. That girl obviously. She knew some chords, right. right? She knew some chords, but she was a beginner. Yeah. And she was on, if I recall, she was on a, like a $1,200 Stratocaster. Mm -hmm. So not a beginner guitar, but not a custom shop, nothing. Yeah. She was on a working man's guitar. She, her dad was going to buy her that guitar. They right. were there for a long time. Even so, if she never plays it, that's an exercise bike guitar. She's not going to sell that guitar. Oh, yeah. Maybe not. She's still going to keep it. I, don't, I was just thinking, like, what is the percentage of those people... I think the affinity... ...who spend a lot of money, like... Mm -hmm. They will spend a lot of money. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, this is cool, or this is what my friend has, and they don't know any different. That is true. So they're going to buy. You know, maybe they only want a Les Paul because that's what all their friends have, or that's mm -hmm. what their guitar hero played. You know, whatever that mm -hmm. is, then, I mean, cost isn't everybody's first priority, especially if you don't know what you're doing. Well, and to be fair, I am not of the camp because there are a lot of mean people on the internet who say 
you don't deserve that guitar because you know how to don't know how to play. Like, hmm. there's a lot. You're not. I know you're not in Facebook groups and all that, but there's a lot of people who are like that person doesn't deserve that four thousand dollar PRS because they don't know how to play. There's even a meme with the grumpy guy with the coffee cup about it. Like, it's so dumb. You should never be envious of other people. Just saying. Envious is the word. Um, but that's, but that's the thing. They will, you're right. They will spend $2,500 on a PRS or whatever, or a Les Paul and collect it if nothing else. Right. I don't think the used market is going to go soft on (laughs) now if the entire economy dips and there's a bunch of folks who bought nice guitars who have to sell them to like eat, then that's, that's another story. Right. Cause I think just about everybody has a, I got down on my luck and had to sell this one guitar and I regret selling it. And 20 years later, they go back and buy that same guitar that, but it's not quite the same as the one they had, you know, like yeah. that whole story. So that may happen, but I don't think it's going to, affect the overall market that's my my thing i personally think you should buy new guitars anyway that's just my i mean used cars new guitars okay well i mean environment wise and all that okay i mean you feel solid about that response i do all right yeah Buy used. Uh, buy new. Do we got any other questions in there? Yeah. Let's hit some questions. All right. So, Glenn Michael Thompson, and he actually just made a subsequent comment. So, I've wanted to order a custom-built, I don't know what that word says, something orion okay i don't know what it is either for almost 10 years but can never seem to afford it i've been offered a used orion that's attainable not to my specs but close should i and then he commented again because we were talking about money um and he said 2500 that's about what i'm expecting to pay a guitar that i'd like to have in the later years of my life i get that <clears throat> i get that yeah i, don't, I guess I don't it just depends about... on what you need I mean, not your specs, but close, like, let's talk about that. Okay. I feel very strongly about this and I get no end. Obviously you've seen these videos, like the Gibson versus Epiphone stuff. And I said in a video earlier this week that I, one of the reasons I didn't keep the 335 is because it was not a collectible instrument because if I'm going to have something just to have it. I want it to be collectible and like hold its value and stuff. I got really flamed for that. Here's the thing. Circumstances aside, it is my opinion that far too many people settle for an instrument that does not truly inspire them when they know that there is one out there that will. Far too many people settle. 
Well, I'm going to get this Epiphone 335, and it's going to be almost as good as a Gibson. And I'm going to post on the internet that it's just as good as a Gibson because it's all I can afford, and I can't afford a, a real one at this time. <clears throat> if you can save a little longer to get the guitar that truly inspires you, do it. Do not buy a guitar or anything in life, really, if we're going to get super deep. That or a girlfriend or anything. Don't buy a girlfriend. That's a terrible idea. No. You can order them. From where? Russia. Inside joke. That was a terrible joke. <laughs> oh. Inside joke. Anyway. Um, <laughs> at least you hope it's your girlfriend. Anyway. <laughs> don't settle. Don't settle. There are so many people in so many Facebook groups who are like, I got this guitar and it's you can hear them like talking themselves into liking it and then they're not inspired by it you can tell they're not inspired by it now if you've tried for a long time to get this guitar and you got that close maybe you won't like it maybe buy the one you can afford and make sure you really do like it before you put much more time into Right? So there's two sides to that. Don't settle on it, but at the same time, you know your circumstances better than anybody. But I think, just think about how you feel about it before you do it. And don't ask me, and don't ask a Facebook group um, what you should do. Because they're not you. <laughs> like, if you see that guitar, and your first thought is, it's so close, but uh, you're going to say that every time you play it. Now, if you say, dang, I've been wanting one of these forever, and this is like almost exactly what I want, and it's the right price, and it gets me there, I'm super stoked to try one of these. You see what I'm saying? That's a whole nother feeling. But don't make yourself do something that you're going to regret doing. And then the whole time you're playing it, man, man, I just wish it had that one thing that it doesn't have. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, cause then you're never going to connect with it anyway. And you, it, you, it might actually like sour for when you get the good one. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you might ruin your whole experience. Like I hate, I would hate to see that. Um, and just to finish up his comment because he explained what it was. It's a headless ergonomic guitar made oh. by Chris, and then he spelled the name again, and then gave me a pronunciation for Soggy. Oh, okay. So, thank cool. you. Didn't know what I was talking about. All right. Let's... I could go off about that forever. I just I see it every day, and I, it bothers me. Troll, troll. Hello from Austria. Is there a reason why some pickups sound muddy and some are more clear? Yep. Um, the more wire you put on a pickup, 
the more muddy it's going to be. So the DC resistance, the higher it is, the muddier it's going to be. Uh, the cheaper the materials, a lot of times. Um, and also, magnet quality has a lot to do with it. Those would be the, the main things. Yeah. We have to pop back into the real comments. Uh -oh. Van Shank Guitars, thank you for the super chat. Ivan, he Thanks, says, Ivan. took your advice, Dylan, and ordered magnets and flatware to make a few sets on Strat single coils, picking up on Saturday in Ottawa. Awesome. That's so, exciting. So he... I don't remember what happened there, but it was, he asked a question and I, and you were like, make it himself. <laughs> yep. He's like, is there any way to get this or that? Or the, and I knew he'd been dabbling. I knew he'd been dabbling in making pickups and I just dared him to do it. So see, and this is the thing I'm talking about. Even with this used guitar stuff, even with cheap guitar stuff, like part of what we do is executing. And doing, like, I don't know. I feel Why really... Why is Rob so exceptionally nice? He's, he just popped in and he's like, oh dear, look at those two lovely faces. And again, another person we've met, so I could like hear him say that. I know. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Hi, Rob. I like Rob. We're back on the other side now. I'm getting there. Awesome. All right. Um... Martin Hagman. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Thanks for your videos on setups, pots, wiring, caps, etc. Now I'm building a baritone with a Seymour Duncan mini humbucker in the neck and a vintage Alnico 5 in the bridge. Should I split the neck? Uh, I don't think those mini humbuckers split very well as far as like volume dropping stuff. And they're pretty low output to begin with. You could try it. I, I wouldn't tell you not to because I'm a like, I wonder what would happen if kind of guy. So I would say um, if you have a push-pull pot laying around, um, see what happens. My prediction is that the volume is going to drop a lot and it's going to be kind of thin sounding when it's split. But I could be wrong because I don't know what wind your neck pickup is. So just... If you have a push-pull pot, you could even wire it up and just leave it hanging out. Um, or you could just, I don't know, test it by just touching the center link to a ground and, and just give it a shot before you tape it all up. You know what I mean? Um, you know, Or, you know, shrink tube it and put it all away. Um, but I think it's not going to work very well. That's gonna, That's my gut feeling. David Mitchell says, question for later. Is Dylan still making Filtertron style pickups? That's what I was looking for when I first came across you guys, but they're not on the website anymore. No, we are not. They are very difficult to procure parts for. And so we do not currently make them. It's possible that I may make I'm, I'm thinking about doing in the future, just so you know, and if you're still watching, um, I'm thinking about doing in the future some of that weirder stuff that we don't do a lot of, where we do like a, a opening, like an ordering window, where I just order 
enough to do like 10 sets and we just say we're gonna we're gonna get enough stuff here to do like 10 sets and i'll do it when we're you know back at home base in georgia so it's easy for me to get parts shipped to me and stuff and yeah. and you know some and, small batches yeah do like a limited things. run and mm -hmm. just do during the live just be like hey everybody we're gonna have five or ten sets of these available however many until when they're, they're gone they're gone we may do that with filtertrons because we have had a few people ask yeah. about it yeah josh randall says dude you are down to earth and no tech why don't you build your own awesomeness after so many years playing i'm working on creating my own axe awesome been there, done that? I have built lots of guitars. Yep. Lots of them. They're all over the world. Korea, Ukraine, Italy, England, Chile, Argentina, Brazil, Mexico, all over. Canada. Canada. All over the place. That's all I can think of right now. Yep. Um, yeah, so we used to build guitars, yeah, and that was part of our streamlining why you don't see filter trons and guitars on the website anymore, <laughs> it's we all were... related. Yep, awesome. And if you want to know all the reasons why, you can go to our other live stream after this live stream and you'll know more about it. Shameless plug, um. I did see a comment. Oh, Randy said weird pickups like gold foils. Um, I tell you what, if I was going to buy a gold foil, I wouldn't make it. I would buy it from Tim McNelly in Canada. Um, and we have. And we have. Uh, and they're great. They're expensive and you have to wait a little bit for them. They're a couple hundred bucks, but they're good. Real good. Um, if you guys will recall, speaking of one of the guitars I built, um, it was like a Bass Boat Sparkle Red Telly. I put a gold foil in the neck position of that, and it was fantastic. That guitar was so good. That's in um, Minnesota, I think, somewhere. Yeah. All right. Martin Hagman. Mm -hmm. We already had one of those. How many pickups do you make a day? Uh... It varies. I think the most we've ever made in a day is probably somewhere around 25. But I can see that record being broken very soon because we are very busy. Mark Hot, what about for one dream guitar that everyone should want? The Peter Green guitar that Kirk Hammett plays. It has played, I'm just reading what's here. It has played by some of the best guitarists in the world. Oh, that's interesting. So <clears throat> you're, you're saying like if there was a particular guitar out there. Um, I guess I'm not a Les Paul guy. So, yeah, but I can see that being a dream guitar for a lot of people. Yeah, and Kirk Hammett does currently own it. Um, 
I would one on the Les Paul thing though. I would one up you on that one, and I would say the number one that Slash has. Um, Slash has a Les Paul that I believe is one of the two earliest bursts ever. And I would probably have that one instead of the one that the Peter Green one. Um, if you were talking about that kind of thing, like the guitar to have, like if I was going to have a particular guitar, oh, I already know what it would be. It would be Stevie Ray's guitar. Hmm. Yeah. Ready for another one? Yep. Brett Johnson says, would you ever get a bass to work on? So we have, <laughs> she's been telling me to do this for a while. Um, Thanks for the question, Brett. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Had I met you before, he probably would have thought that was a setup, but. Yes, I will get a bass. What bass do you want me to get? Let's, we should do a survey on the internets. I can't even think of the name of the one I want you to get. You want me to get a music man. I want him to get a music man. Yes. She wants me to get a music man because she knows, or what's the word? Postulates. How about that? That those pickups would be quite profitable if I were to make them because no well, one. And it's so, it's such an attainable price yeah, for like a base. So then bucks, like yeah. easy upgrade path, right? Like, mm -hmm. Yeah, I think mm -hmm. it's a great idea. Don't y'all yeah. think that's a great idea? So, <clears throat> yeah, because you can get the cheap ones for like, what are we seeing for? Two ninety nine. Yeah. Three forty nine. Yeah. All right. I tell you what. I will go ahead and get one of those, and we will, we will do something about it. I mean, somebody else might have a better idea. Yeah. I might get one that we already make pickups for, though. Brett says he'll DM you. Oh, okay. Sounds important. He's the same one that asked the question. So, my Brett's a bass player. Okay. Pat Philosopher says Ibanez basses are the best. Ibanez basses are pretty good. The thing is, is that they have non-standard pickup sizes. And so, in order for me to get one that we can make a scalable product out of, it basically has to be a precision bass, a jazz bass, and it's going to take some freaking work, I'm telling you right now. But a music man, somebody needs to do it. And sell the pickups. The I'm going to tell you right now, though. A music man bass, the pickup is going to cost $149. Yeah, which then makes you like, eh, <clears throat> is somebody who has a $299 bass gonna want to spend that but much the pickups sucking them so they probably will yeah i don't know i don't, I don't know. know i don't, I don't know. know i'm not saying i have great business ideas i just oh uh, you're pretty good at it i have ideas yeah you're pretty of good at work it. other people should do <laughs> all right such a big help yeah. <laughs> um wow this one is hard janus Sychanowski? Okay. I don't know. Is the new Fender Player Plus worth the new price? Okay. 
So here's the thing about the Player Plus. We looked at this guitar in depth. Um, I've not done a video on it. I should go get one, like go to a store and do a video on it. If you'll recall the Fender Roadhouse Stratocaster, the one that I bought at the beginning of this year, the white one, it's the same guitar, basically. The Player Plus is the replacement for the Roadhouse without the funny rotary switch. The pickups have been adjusted slightly because Fender always adjusts them slightly. Um, it has like the reissue kind of wide range on the single single HOM1. Um, and it's got the locking, same locking tuners that the Roadhouse had before. Is the guitar 1149? If it is, it's worth it. Um, yeah, it's worth it. Especially the ones that are cool colors. Because, you know, that crazy paint jobs aren't cheap either. So, yeah, I think it is. If, if you like noiseless pickups. I do not. So I would buy a normal player and rip out the pickups and put my own stuff in it. If you like noiseless pickups, get the player plus. Somebody in the comments name was up doc says i just bought a player plus and it's worth it awesome see they're good um that guitar i had was good and i know it's not the exact same thing but it's it is more cool less. yeah brian brazil harmonica says hi dylan harley bentons aren't all made in china they have different models made in indonesia vietnam and korea they are owned by Thoman in Germany. Yeah. They're a house brand for Thoman. So I don't know. If if you said they were all made in China, I don't remember that. If you did, but I don't always listen either. I lump all of those guitars together. And maybe I shouldn't, but I do because... And I know I'm going to offend oh, about... Oh, there went the thumbs down. That was fast. <clears throat> I know I'm going to offend about more thumbs downers, but those are excuse guitars to me. I just don't see a reason for them. Unless your price point really is whatever those guitars cost. If those guitars, if your price point really is whatever they cost, then that's the guitar for you. However, the majority of folks that I know that play those guitars buy them because they are cheap and then say that they are as good as something that is more expensive. And I do not subscribe to that mentality, therefore I do not like those guitars. And I know it's a weird way to think about it, but I said what I said. <laughs> Somebody said not all of those guitars are allowed into the States. Mm. Interesting. Um, Windsurf Maui mm -hmm. says, I wonder, on the optical pickups you mentioned in the new products video, could I use all nines on all six strings and get tone from a rack or stomp box? I wonder how a full bend on the fifth string sounds. 
I don't know. I don't know enough about that's a those. Very specific question. It is, but see, that's the cool thing. Yeah. About this cool new tech, because mm-hmm. you don't know what the possibilities are. Like optical pickups, everybody more the more traditional people are gonna like put their thumbs down to it because I thought you were gonna call it again. I didn't see because it's not it. traditional, right? But somebody like Windsurf Maui is like, wait a minute. That's different. So what if I could use that for and then think of an imaginative way to use it in mm-hmm. a particular way? You know what I mean? Um, it's like that Sustaniac that I have. I bought that. Well, I didn't buy it. Sweetwater gave me one. That Schecter with the Sustaniac in it. And that video, if you're not on Patreon, you can watch it on Patreon right now. Or if you're a YouTube member, the little join button down there, um, you can watch it right now. But if you're not, it'll come out on Monday. And that's another one where it's a weird thing, but if you can have some imagination about how to use it, it's a very cool tool. Like, it's not traditional. It's not, obviously, it's not, like, vintage or anything. But it, you're like, hmm. I've been sitting here thinking all day. I was like, I I need to get that guitar back out and try some new weird ideas with it. And Dave let me borrow a Miku. The Korg Miku. It speaks Japanese when you play it. What? What does that mean? Like lyrics? Like what? It makes like Japanese anime noises. I don't even know what that means. (laughs) Why are you laughing? We should probably just vlog it. Oh my gosh. This sounds questionable. (laughs) With your face right now. It's going to be amazing. But the Miku, this was Dave, Dastardly Dave's idea. The Miku with a Sustaniac could be hilarious. I'm just saying. It could oh, be. like using Siri to, to voice the text mm-hmm. emojis? Mm-hmm. That's fun, too, if you've never tried it. <clears throat> yeah. Um, <laughs> Fat Philosopher is excited. He said it's so funny. <laughs> If anybody knows, I would... Oh, they're like, please review. Yes, Dylan and Miku. Like, people are, like, stoked. (laughs) Wow. This is weird. (sighs) Just got weird. Larry Dickman wants to know, Dylan, what do you think of humbucker size P90s? Any good? Uh, I made some today. We make a really good one. Um, You have to be careful with them. Um... Some of them don't sound really like P90s. They won't always, none of them will really ever sound like a P90. And every, all the Harley Benton guys will jump in the comments and say that GFS makes one that sounds exactly like a P90, but they're wrong. Um, it's shorter, so you can't get as much wire on it. And the dimension is a little different, obviously, because it's a different shape. So it won't be a perfect representation of a P90, but we make a pretty good one. It's pretty close. Um, and if you just view it as a little bit different flavor, they sound really good. Uh, they really sound good. We'll just start from the bottom here so you can fully appreciate this. That would be hilarious. It'll be singing for days. It'll be your most watched video. Miku, exclamation, <laughs> win. Yes, Dylan and Miku, please awesome. review. That's cool. The Miku is hilarious. Miku is so funny. Like. Oh, man. This is awesome. 
<clears throat> a Miku and a Sustaniac. Yeah. And I know Fat Philosopher's stoked. I don't stoked know if you were planning on doing a review, but people are... I know Fat Philosopher right is stoked because A, he lives in Japan. Correct. And B, he also has the same guitar I have, but in a left-handed version. Ooh. Yeah, so oh, we he, got the Sustainiac? He has a Sustainiac oh. one. I think his is the, the green one, though. What does he not have? He has a lot of guitars, but they're backwards because he's left-handed. That doesn't mean they're backwards. Well, I'm just saying, he also... The thing about him, too, is cool. And anybody that's left-handed... Uh, man, I respect what you get because it's hard to get left-handed guitars. We've looked in these stores and there'll be these huge stores, even Sweetwater. And they had what, maybe six or seven? Oh, the they whole... had a few though. I think they had quite a few. I really want to go when we, when we go to Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, to the all left-handed guitar store? Yes. Yeah. I am really yeah. curious about that now. That'd be a good, I think that'd be a very popular video as well. Um, I'm all caught up. Okay. Um, how, didn't you just answer that? Well, what did you just answer? I don't know. Isn't that the same question? Yeah, about a P90 sized humbucker. Oh, no, I do not make a P90 sized humbucker. Uh, somebody, I saw somebody ask that in a Facebook group today. Um, <clears throat> no, I don't. Oh, that, that would be the other way. And no, I don't. Um, Creamery out of England makes one. The Creamery. Anyway, we're caught up on questions. If you have a question, you should get it in soon. Yes, because we're we going to go for about five more stream. minutes. And then we're going to get off of here and go over, get everything set up and take a bathroom break. And then go over to our other live stream on our other channel and not talk about guitars. And tell Monsters you of the stuff. Id is in Jacksonville. We come to and through Jacksonville often. We do. Monsters of the Id, we will... Uh, so Dastard, Dave, I guess I don't have to say all that. Um, Dave, I think the store is, is semi, it's close to Bradenton, south of Tampa, right? I yeah. looked it up last uh -huh. time somebody told us about it. Um, <clears throat> and I love that area and it's a great excuse to go to the Gulf Coast if we're not going anyway. So mm -hmm. how about left-handed pickups? So people ask me that all oh, the time. He said I missed his question. Go ahead. I need to do a video on that. Because all pickups are left-handed pickups, as long as they are not staggered pull pieces. And for the most part, we do not make any staggered pull piece pickups. Which means that any of our pickups on Dale and Tox Tone at this time... Yeah, let me just say that. Any of our pickups on Dale and Tox Tone at this time can be used in a left-handed guitar. Period. The only one that I might need to know is for a P bass, for a precision bass. Because you know the offset of the two coils might be this way instead of this way. And so I would just need to know that so that when I do the wires, it faces the right direction. But any of our pickups on Dylan Tox Tone right now can be used in the left-handed guitar. All right. Fat Philosopher said I missed his question. The only question I see that he posted. So you just need to retype it if this isn't your question. I'm not a hollow body fan. Can't all tones on a 335 be duplicated on a Les Paul or Telly? The simple answer is no. 
because they do sound different. It's especially the middle position on a 335 is just different. It is I don't know. It's just different. It's so good. Um that's probably my favorite position on a 335 is the middle. Um yeah, and they just, I don't know, they are different. And um, Randy said he wants to play your sable when he sees you because he wants to play it before he buys one. Oh, um, I don't know. I'm going to see you soon enough. Maybe. Because I'm going south because it's cold. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going south. If you get on our other live stream, I'll give you our... Um, when we do our other live stream on the other channel, we'll update you the general direction of where we're going, <clears throat> everybody. And I hope that many of you can get over there because we want to meet up with more people like we did this last weekend. It was really fun. So we're going to give you the general direction of where we're headed on the other live stream. So um, I would recommend just finding a dealer and going and playing it. And it's so good that I don't even need, know if you need to. And if you want to buy one, uh, just order it direct from the website. And I would never say that normally about a guitar that expensive. But McPherson is just so good that I don't think you need to worry about it. And it won't hurt it because it's carbon fiber. You'll get it and the setup will be perfect. It just will. Yeah. All right. That's it, huh? No, I have four more questions, and that's it. Okay, We're not going to take fire. any more. Four more questions, okay? <clears throat> rapid fire. Um, Mark Hot. I don't even know what this means. Is It says, is a your LED humbucker an 8-ball or a DPAF? Um, I don't know what that means. I could make them either way, but I don't want to make them anymore. They are so hard to make. And I don't know if I even have any LEDs left, to tell you the truth. Okay, next. Um, are staggered still relevant now? I'm assuming pick up whole pieces. If you have a seven and a quarter fretboard, yeah. But that's it. Um, sorry, that was, I already lost who it was from. What about mud bucker pickups? Oh, like tons and tons of coils? Um... Is that a brand? I feel like yeah, they call it mud buckers, but oh. there I think there's three or four. Or oh, something. oh, oh. Yeah, I want to make one just for a gag, but we're not going to make them for. I'd make one for a gag for a video, but we're not going to make them for production. And the last one, I have a made in Mexico classic player strat, and the position four is neck and bridge instead of neck and middle. Should I rewire it? I feel like I want the neck and middle. Neck and bridge. The position four is neck and bridge instead of neck and middle. Yeah, it should be neck and middle. Yeah, you got something goofy there. Cool. That was it. All right. Well, thanks for hanging out. Um, for those of you that want to know a little bit more about what we got going around here that isn't music related because it is exciting and boring all at the same time, you can go over to our other live stream that is going to be on the other channel in about 15 minutes. There is a link to it right down there. And uh, yeah, 
It was going to be fun. Thanks for hanging out. You might have to do a short run of Mudbuckers. People seem excited about that, too. We got a video <laughs> coming out uh, on Monday that you are really going to dig because it's that Sustainiac thing. And it's my first sponsored video with Sweetwater, so that's really cool. Please, if you need music stuff, if you wouldn't mind, you can use the Sweetwater link in the description below. That does help the channel out. And when I say help the channel out, it helps us. Like, it helps us. And the really important thing about that is, is when you use that link, Sweetwater can see how much you're using that link. And that's what they base um, how many sponsored videos I get. That's how they what they base that on. And why that's important is because then we can do cooler videos. Not that this one's not going to be cool. Well, this one's going to be cool. Especially now that we have this Miku thing coming. Oh, yeah. I don't even know what this means. We have uh, to do a lab reaction, and then you have to review it. That's what it. we're going to do. I'm literally, we're going to set up some cameras, and before I even play a note, you're going to sit here. We're, it's going to be hilarious. Fat Philosopher is not our pedal. It's Dave's it's pedal. It's Dave's just pedal. We're just borrowing it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Thank awesome. y'all. You guys this are awesome. Fun. We'll see you in a few minutes.